0: We're back again, Daggy and Beaver, are with you to get stuck into day two of the Cox Plate Carnival at the Valley. Uh, excited, Beaver?
1: Very excited, uh, Daggy. Um, looking forward to the Cox Plate. Uh, it's an interesting race, probably one of the most interesting we've had for a while. Um, bit of a mix and match affair. It's, there, so. it's a
0: cracker because you could any narrative, and we'll get to it, of course. Any any narrative you give me, I don't like. I couldn't argue against it. If you made a case for yeah. any horse in that race, maybe Bardewis, um, I would—I'd uh, would say fair enough.
1: Yeah, it's a—it's a really open field with uh, an open market. Some standout horses there, but you know, um, yeah, we'll leave that to when we get there. Yeah, uh, we've already—if you've tuned
0: into this for the first time. Uh, of course, check out au. Uh, subscribe, uh, leave some feedback, but we've also done the Manicato Stakes meeting, that's up on YouTube by the time you're, and of course on Spotify, if you search for Show Us Your Tips on Spotify, you can listen to us there, uh, but that show is already up by the time you're watching this. Uh, but we're going to kick off at the Valley, the track should be good, and the rail is listed as still being in the true position, which I believe will be the case, so By the time we start getting 15, 16 races deep, Beaver, do you think we want to be off the fence?
1: I would guess so. Um, Probably helps those coming a little bit wider and sweeping there after, after it's probably been churned up a bit there. And uh, we'll have to monitor that throughout the uh, Friday night and the early races on Saturday.
0: Absolutely. I feel like I've, Lend a little bit on pace and a little of my selection, so we'll just see how that all pans out. But we're going to kick off with a thousand meter handicap, and I will let you do said kicking.
1: Yeah, thanks, mate. Uh, interesting affair here. I'm I'm going. I'm going to give unflinching another go here. Um, probably first up was at uh, lead and just faded uh, quite heavily there, which was unusual. Um, I'm hoping that was a bit of an anomaly and uh, from gate two here uh, can lead and hopefully hard to chase or bit um, question mark over the jockey, I guess.
0: There is indeed. Uh, I'll on the outside. I Yeah, I thought um, I thought it was disappointing first up and went away and trialled again and didn't trial fantastically. So I've gone around it. I've actually come up with a favourite in taunting uh, who gets Damien Lane is just gonna be right spot in this race, just gonna be zodding straight onto the back of the pace, uh and pulling off unflinching's back about the two fifty and hopefully running away and winning by about a length. Uh nice coming off a nice win. It is Adelaide form, um which I've potted for the rest of the card. But uh in this particular race I like it, so I'm I'm gonna go with it. Uh but there's better races to bend to as we get on with this. Uh, including the second, which is the 1,000... Well, I don't know if this is any better. Uh, thank you. The 1,000-metre English banner producer Mariah, just bringing my cuppa. Uh, for the two-year-olds, all in debut, Beaver, have you been able to make a case for anything here? Uh,
1: look, not really. It was really hard to get a guide on some of these. Uh, I was leaning towards... Uh, Number 13, Immortal Star from the O'Brien camp. I thought it could run really well. Drawn off the track, though, which in Gate 12 was a little bit, had me a little bit unsure. But uh, in an open race, uh, that's the way I've kind of led here, if to give the punters a bit of a guide.
0: I can't really advise a lot. They're not, uh, there's no Easter graduates here. It is a restricted English race. There's nothing from the Easter sales, which means no top liners. There's no expensive, you know, these are all B graders. And um, I thought maybe a horse like uh, Caprioco and uh, Chosen Legend with different connections may be shorter in the market off some okay trials. But they all trialed okay. Watch and learn. The th- and then cheer him on at warnable uh, over the jumps in four years. The third is the Tessio Stakes, over 1,600 metres for the girls. And two, two hopes here, and I really wanted to be more bullish about finding Uh third up, off some Sydney form, hit the line well with J-Mac. Uh, but I couldn't get past Wishlaw Less. I think she's just going to have complete control and do exactly what she did at Caulfield, where she got to Jiggy Jog for a good 800 metres when she finally got challenged, was able to fight back. Uh, from gate one, unless she's pinned in there and the inside's absolutely no good. I think she'll win again. I think they're the only two chances. Uh, Because I don't have much else to add. Beaver?
1: Yeah, gone the same way. Wish door last looks really hard to beat again here. I've got to carry the 59, but gate one's perfect. Damien Lane should give it the ideal run here. Um, It holds the key leads. And... um, Flying at the moment, certainly hardest to beat. Awesome. The fourth is a 1,200 metre
0: Crockett Stakes, a listed race for the three-year-old fillies. Uh, And as I said, this is a phrase, that's going to come out a little bit for the rest of the night, but this is inhibitions race. Uh, I think uh, she's been going really well. Went out to the 1,400 metres, where maybe didn't quite get the distance, comes a step back in grade, gets a great run for Craig Williams, and if she's going to get one in, this prep, another one in this prep, uh it's this one. We are getting six f- runs deep in for a Godolphin runner, which is my big concern and is my you know, is, is probably a bigger concern and uh the only reason I haven't really stamped it, uh but it's on top from Gumdrops, who I'm convinced is a nice horse, uh nice redemption. Damien Lane, double figures, uh, is gonna be right on pace if not leading. And I think is a nice horse too, uh, well-bred and very impressive last time out. Could be the swooper and uh, the fresh blood on the scene here. How would you line them all up?
1: Yeah, it was tricky to line all of these up. I thought uh, Flusie was a really good chance as well. I tossed up between Flusie and Saltaire. I landed on Saltaire. I uh, liked its first up run. Thought it um, got home really well. I think it might get the sit on some of these. Um, and I thought it could run really well. So i got Saltaire on top. Um, to beat Flusi, but maybe backing both of them. Beauty. Cool. The fifth is the Mile, the Crystal Mile, uh,
0: Group 2. Disappointing field, uh, but one of them's got a win, Beaver. Who's it going to be?
1: Yeah, I like Antino here. I think it can break through um, in this. Uh, I really liked its second last start. Thought that was pretty good. And I think it's going to be hard to beat again here with the right run. Yeah, on top
0: gets to B. Shin. Uh, I, when you watch back that two rack and watching it live, I had, had, had back Dantino and I did the half walk off thinking it was just going to bolt in. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't. But this is a right race here and I don't think there's too many chances. I would have absolutely been terrified of Tuvalu, but um, jockey booking leaves me cold. Uh, and Prowess, yes, was impressive toweling up some three-year-old fillies. Uh, I don't think we've seen many of those three-year-old fillies it towed up, come out and win another race since. So uh, Question mark on the form, but gate one, I suppose you've got to make it the main danger here.
1: The six is a, yeah. <laughs> is a minor. Oh, you're expecting something no. from me. You. You're expecting something it's from me there. No, I, thought, I, think, I think you're right, but um, I think Antino just gets the right run here. Right. And
0: uh, The best thing is, you yeah, know, Blake but... Sheet, and you've seen it in Queensland too, if there is no pace, Antino can lead.
1: Yeah, and it was pretty good last. It, it was, was good, good. yeah. I know, I know it. I know it, um, it got beaten, but that was uh, that was a good win by the other horse, and uh, it fought on nice there. And I just think Mini Valley will suit it as well.
0: The six is a mile Phillies race, three odd fillies here, Group Two level. And uh, what do you what do you think?
1: Yeah, tricky race. It's very open race. Um, wasn't sure about some of the other some of down the lower in the market, but I I come up with two. Um, and I've settled with Karina Queen
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, from the Begg Stable. Uh, third up here. Loved the loved the last win. Um, thought it was really good here. Thought the gate was a really good... Uh, four gates really good. Can get it in the running line here. And I think it gets a sitting shot on these. I um, think it might uh, have a bit more upside and a bit more improvement. And I've got it on top. I think 750 is pretty good price. Um, main danger, broadcaster.
0: I found Karina Queen too. Uh, it's funny because in my head that that race at one was a hot form race. Uh, when I went back and actually looked, only Zardozi's come out did come in out and bowled in from it. Uh, but she ran, she chimed in and ran well there, and, and I was surprised she was so long. I thought she'd be close to favourite. Uh, gets a lovely run from Mickey D on top for me. I'm going to make a case for Captain Amelia here. Uh, Comes through those Sydney Group Ones chasing uh, Tropical Squall and Co. Uh, And was good, closing off late there, finished right on the the heels of the place getters. Gets J-Mac, gets a swooping run and is a live chance. And Skybird has been very impressive, hasn't beaten any much yet, but has done it stylishly. And by this stage, Gate 11 might be a plus. Uh, I think they're the key three for me. The seventh is a 2040 metre Drummond Golf Vaz, where I really wanted to be bullish on Verdad. But I've actually talked myself into being bullish on uh, the Sydney side of here, on Port Lockery. uh, You found it, didn't you? (laughs) It it was right on the heels of, uh, if you go back to that run two starts back, it was right on the heels of um, Tom Kitten, who would be even money here, and probably unlucky in that, it was unlucky in that race. Uh, Basically went to Kensington, that was a barrier trial, jogged up, beat up some older horses. Comes here, gets Mickey D, inside gate. Maybe be a concern uh, But it's eight bucks on top uh, And as you're about to elaborate on I'm fairly keen uh, I'm going to make the main danger Coning, who comes down uh, miles suits now for Zach Burton Coming off some Sydney form as well And Verdad, uh, as I said I thought that's where I'd end up initially If, you, if you're happy to take that Guineas form Go for your life uh, But uh, anything you want to add Beaver?
1: Not a lot I've gone exactly the same way I like the Sydney form coming down here I thought it uh, was well fancied last start. They backed it quite heavily um, and won convincingly there. I think that's a good line for here and after that, um, I guess this was probably a target and uh, that's why they backed it off the map, knowing that last start and here it is again and I think it's going to run really well. Um, as long as it doesn't get locked away on that inside gate um, gets off the right time, um, it's going to be hard to beat over the 2000s. I think they can do that. I thought Suns Horse was a chance, um, around the $11 mark. I think it can run well and be the main danger. But Port Lockroy on top for me, I think uh good uh, $8 each way odds.
0: Question without notice, uh, and one I don't have an answer to. What do you make of all these three-year-olds? Because, you know, we've seen random horses up, you know, bolting off perfect runs, then get beat the next start. We've seen the fillies beat up the boys a few times. It, it it then we've seen obviously they go back to midweek grade and tail up some some older horses. It's they're hard to line up just yet. I don't quite have a feel for them.
1: I think I think that's right. I think there's a few that you want to probably. Yeah, I know see we get to the we'll get the to weekend. the cox plate
0: as well. we I know we've got that coming, but yeah, it's it's weird.
1: I think Port Lockroy is a genuine potential <coughs> derby horse. Mm-hmm. Um I think they might have had this pin for it for a while and uh this, this will tell us if it runs well here, um, because I think the Derby is a really open race at the moment. You've got some horses, as you said, the forms a bit mixed, you know, Riff Rocket was pretty disappointing last start after being ultra impressive. I I just couldn't back it at $2.80 in a, a Derby, which it currently is. Obviously Tom Kitten um, at on the weekend is gonna give us a good guide um, for the Derby, I think, at $5 at the moment, that's that's quite juicy odds, to be honest, because I think if it comes out and wins tomorrow or Saturday, it, it probably firms into favourite there. You know I'm wondering, um, too,
0: is um, just what I think of it. Um The John Sargent horse in that race later. I think it's a Derby chance, don't you think? The, the So you think, Colt. I'll get right. to it later. We'll see. We'll get, we'll get that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: so... Th- and then there's just a bit of other form here. Militarised, obviously, taking a different form line to some of the others. Um, I don't even know what they've done with Stepati now um, and what the plans with that is. But I think it's still in the Derby markets, but it's gone from a one-stage favourite. I, I still think it's a, it's, a, it's a chance if that's where they take yeah. it because the last run, it, it, it sat well. It didn't get any cover. It kind of was ridden a bit closer to the speed. I think, you know, it's still not out of it given the type of mixed form that we have seen. You know, Griff kind of led a merry dance there and just couldn't run it down. But, you know, I wouldn't rule it out still. I think it's packed with so much class that uh, you never know. Maybe the twenty five hundreds out of the – it's too much to ask, but um, not with what I've seen so far going around. Well, actually, tomorrow's – Saturday's probably
0: the the first real – glimpse we get to see of some of that form out of that race now. Uh we'll definitely have a, a better line uh after Verdad and co run. Um yeah, just an interesting thought. I, I was thinking about it today and I don't like I I don't know how to line them all up just yet. Uh anyway, the eighth is the twelve hundred meter group one Manicado Stakes, which looks much better on this card than it did on the Friday night for years and years. Uh that said, we get to see Imperators take on a little bit of Everest form here. Uh, And maybe again, you know, draw its strings to find lines through them.
1: Uh, Is anything going to beat her though? No chance. It's only seven in it. I just don't see it. I just don't see a danger. Um, Yeah, uh, just be too good for these. Um, nothing, Nothing much else to add. It can sit where it wants. It can go where it wants and it'll beat them however it wants. Yes, it will. That's
0: it. She'll win. Let's move on. The feature is the weight for age championship of Australasia, the 2040 meter Ladbrokes Cox plate. And we've got a a cracking field, as I said earlier, a bit of everything. And,
1: um, I will let you go first. Thank you, Matt. Um, what a race, um, really interesting race here. Um, I've narrowed it down to, to two, um, with a with a third as a maybe, um, but but what an outstanding field! Um, I'm going to go for Fangirl. Yeah. Um, on top, um, uh, Filthy um, that it beat Brightside last up because I thought Brightside was a special, but Fangirl is a horse that I that I had been following and uh, tipped first up and uh, jumped off and uh, paid the price. So I'm going to get back on here, Zaki Purton, Gate Nine. I think that sets up well. Obviously, a little bit of question mark over the 2000, but that could be said for potentially a a few, a a couple of these um, that are in the market, uh, such as Mr. Brightside. Um, I just think fankirl got the might might have the better of it over the 2000. Um, Looking at that distance, I'm just a bit, just a bit sure on what Mr. Brightside there obviously full of of potential, but some or. um, Maybe just maybe just done with its prepper here. So I've got Fangirl on top. Alligator Blood, I think, is an absolute genuine chance here. I think the race could be run to suit. Gate five is perfect. Um, it can either take up the running here or can just sit behind it. So I think that suits, and that's. Uh, that makes it super hard to beat I, I it will get the distance um the pressure will go on early and and it's a tough horse we know that it is a very tough horse um so i've got it as um a genuine chance and then um gold trip backing up uh, certainly got the, the the capability to dash over the top of these i am a bit concerned um uh, at the valley um and whether the valley really suits it but uh it's run some good races at the valley before um, without sort of figuring a three back it came from last on the turn with 62 um, and was finishing over the top of young weather there but uh, didn't quite get there um, they brought it here so it must have backed up well from the cup caulfield cup that was an outstanding run in the caulfield cup as well um so yeah, I think it's it's a genuine chance. Just not sure if they're going to take it to the Melbourne Cup, given the kind of preparation. Uh, interesting Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate, Melbourne Cup. It's asking a lot. It is asking a lot, and that's why I think this is a barrier trial,
0: albeit we'll a five million dollar one. I uh, you know twenty four hundred week back to two thousand with a grand final in ten days. Mm, yeah, I think the grand final's in ten days. What well, started at all then? They might not. Might be too firm. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I I went around it for the same reasons. I have come up with the European Victoria Road. Uh, we know how good Aidan O'Brien is when he travels. Uh, they've brought this one out. Has some good some top form lines over there. Uh, I've you know heard him go on record and say this is a better horse than Adelaide, who came out and won. They all say that every time they come out. Uh, and they found the best Valley jockey in Blake Shind. Uh, it can count right behind the pace. I think it's a very live chance. From Fangirl, who I think is the best of the local hopes, smashed Mr. Bright. Didn't just beat Mr. Bright, so I gave it a start and a smashing. Um, and Mr. Brightside owned all the Melbourne forms. So it, she is the main chance. Waller, a sneaky Waller. You know, Cox Plate uh, would not surprise me. I think Alligator Blood's the absolute hard head. Next best. And the more I've thought about it, my gut says King Colorado is going to run it. This is a horse I've never had an opinion of, but um, was finishing really well in that Guineas race. Uh, When they all got uh, that little bit of interference, it got um, sort of bumped a bit further back than it may have finished. Uh, And by this stage, Gate 10, Clear Air, three-year-olds don't win heaps of Cox plates, but they run a lot of placings. And I feel like this might be the one that with no weight on its back and Mickey D just runs into a place um, at a big price. That's why I've seen the race, but it's a cracker. We've both penned uh, Romantic Warrior. Just not good enough?
1: It may well be good enough, but uh, I'm not sure after the first up run that uh, it's going to be. That was, if it's as good as what they thought it was, that had the ideal trip uh, to win that and and didn't. It'll have to improve and improve a lot and uh, can win without my money.
0: Does it start favourite? Is there a world pool? I suppose if there's a world pool, it starts favourite if there's, there's not. There's a world
1: pool. That's what they're saying, right? It is world pooled, which means it's kind of start favourite, um, which just helps get
0: better odds the others. Yeah, I can't back it as favourite. And I've heard every opinion from the fact it's improved 10 links, from the fact it's a cat to every other, you know, every expert wanted to say this, that, the other. Um, if it wins, it wins. It'll, it'll be a losing race for me if it does, I think. We'll just, yeah, I think that's right. As you said, get better price on the tote for everything else. Uh The 10th is the Red Anchor Stanks, another three-year-old race. Uh A group three level. And I am going to... Tricky finish. I wanted to make the case for these two Sydney Colts that have come down. And I don't know which one I want to make the case for. I think they're both talented. Schwartz and uh the other one. I've just forgot its name. Schwartz, and never mind, it's come out. LaParine. I guess Schwartz is on top. Gate one's now a concern, actually. Uh, J-Mac, that was an impressive, impressive win, and I think has plenty of upside. To beat Archo Nacho, nothing at all went right, and uh, it will run better here. I think they're the um, two for me. Gate 1 and 2, I could completely flip by race time,
1: but we'll see how the track's playing. What do you reckon? Gone for Schwartz myself. Uh, I think it can run really well. Love the first up win. Loved the fact they brought it here. Um, obviously had an opinion of it. Uh, ran well in all its trials. Went to Gosford for a kill at $1.30, B 35 um, Untouched and straight to Melbourne. Uh, got it on top and I think it can run really well um, in this race. So uh, that's the way I'm going.
0: Lovely. Uh, good stuff. Which way are you going with your Cox Plate quaddie?
1: My Cox Plate Quaddie starting in race seven, the first leg. I'm going number three, number one, Sun Source. number three, the dad, number six, uh, Port Lockroy, um, and number seven, Coning. In the race eight, I'm going number six, Imperatrix, that'll loop. allows us us to load up elsewhere uh in the third leg the ninth race i'm going number two zaki number four alligator blood number five gold trip number eight fangirl and number 11 militarize sorry daggy leaving yours out mate okay both of them
0: thanks Gate, yeah, Gate 3, um, Zach Lloyd, nah. Familiarize? Nah.
1: It'll be down King Colorado. Um, All right, let's have a beer on that. Okay, here I am. <laughs> and in the last leg, uh, race 10, I'm going number three, Archo Nacho. Number six, Luzon Gin. Number 10, Swartz. Awesome.
0: Leaving out the top couple.
1: Cool. Yeah, leaving out the top couple, mate. Perfect, uh, for
0: Prograte mate. I like it. Uh, as you have always done, Beaver, for Racing sure. What do your what are your kahunas telling you is your best in value?
1: Yeah. Look, there's plenty of plenty of opportunities around here, plenty of value. My best is race five number four Antino. I think it'll be getting the chockies for us. And I'm gonna go my value, race six number three. Karina Queen. My best is race one, number
0: three, Taunting. I think it starts today day well here. In my view, race seven, number six, Port Lockroy. And I agree with Karina Queen as well. Uh, we've got to also get stuck into Randwick, where the rail moves back to the true bit of rain around tonight, bit of rain around tomorrow. I think it plays dead. Yeah, it'll get to eventually get back to a good throughout the afternoon. Uh, and we've got the invitation and some good racing, actually. Um, shockingly good card at Ranwick. We kick off, though, with a midway, 1100 metre benchmark 72. Uh, well, this is not as shockingly good. But I will open with um, Chief Conductor on top here, sat outside lead in a strong Warwick Farm race the last time out and was good first up. Uh, Jetter Beal has since run well on the weekend and written in codes, a good horse. Uh, start the day with it from IPO, who was a nice resumption covering ground out wide um, behind fire lane there. And uh, coming back to midway grade, I think it's going to run well as well. What have you made of this beaver?
1: But the same way chief conductor for me. You're right. First up run was really good. Gets a three kilo plane here, but I don't know much about a roper. Um, uh, she's come over from bear, Adelaide. I believe. Yeah, she's right. okay. Yeah, there you go. Um, but, no, this horse has got some decent form, and I thought the first up run was better than what most of these can produce. So, Gate Four's ideal. Should be winning. The second is a 1,200-meter benchmark, 78. Uh, who do you like? Yeah, not a race I'm overly keen on here. Um of these win very often. I'm going for Pioneer River uh, to finally break through. It's been racing in some decent company Um Behind horses like Stanislas, uh, Caboo, and Diamond Deedler. I thought they're all decent enough horses. Um, and ran third behind Benedetta back in August. So um, that's all pretty good form lines for a race like this. Uh, got it on top to finally break through. Gate one's idea. This is Pioneer Rivers' race. Uh, if it's if
0: she's going to win one, this is it. Uh, going really well, and as you said, short short margins to good horses. And finds a, a, a barely midweek race. I think around 4 bucks is a, a lovely bet. From Capistrato, who gets Hippo and uh, was out of play as soon as it missed a start. At Warwick Farm will be will run better than that here. I think there are two key hopes. I don't think there's much else here. Um, if you want to cover both, I think you get a result pretty much. A nice, nice little betting opportunity. The third is a highway handicap, 1,200 metres and... Uh, you know you want to, say
1: go. Ring-a-ding-ding, number 11 will win. Um, Florina from the Masara stable. Uh, resuming here, but uh, when last in work, had some uh, excellent form. Only had the four starts, three of those a win and a second. Uh, this is a, a very winnable highway race and expected it to run well. Got the ideal draw uh, and got the good... Good job. Jock on board. Absolutely is. Uh,
0: from north of Eli, who we get Matt done in a highway. That was a good run up at uh, up in Queensland, behind a good horse there, for Sweet Mercy. It's a horse's name. horse that's got some ability. Show me purse. Show, show me, me mercy. mercy. Uh, it is. It will run well here off that setup. Uh, gate 17 will need a little bit of luck, but I think fills a hole. And uh, Iron Will is the honest on pacer. Uh, that is up front, but, um, yeah, my opening notes were I'll just let T- Beaver tip Florino. The fourth is uh, a mile benchmark, 78. Better the day for me here is sequestered. Come back in great order. Uh, lovely horse has bolted in twice. The form stood up out of that. Uh, gets a great run. Wins again. For, you know, this is uh, another midway, midway, another midweek race, essentially. Um, the fact they put up 360 apparently seems pretty generous. Uh, the danger is a Bullock here. Our color sergeant had a poke around first up, just poking along the fence, uh, over an unsuitable distance as well. Gone away, won a trial, come back, uh, and he's got a swoop his gate in his twenties. I think it's going to run better than that. Uh, and again, fairly keen on the race, Beaver.
1: Yeah, I'm keen on sequestered as well. That was, uh, an excellent win last start. Uh, chimed in nicely, uh, after a lovely run and, uh, put pay to him quite uh, convincingly there. Um, Hard to beat, gets an even better draw here, and uh, the 1600 is is an ideal setup. The fifth is the listed Brian Crowley
0: Stakes for the three-year-olds. And if she was ever going to win a race, it's this one I speak of, Mumbai Muse, uh, who has run really well every start of her career and spent the whole time in group racing. Uh, Has gone away, had a tick over trial win, uh, gets Tommy Berry, who's come back fairly well since he's come back from his suspension, uh, once he's got warmed up. Uh, and he's on top from Armed Forces, who is another one looking to break the maiden. Was saved from Wednesday, but that run at the Valley last time I thought was actually quite good um, and runs well here. Uh, I know I mentioned La Perrine, uh down in Melbourne. Oh, that was the one I was going to mention, so I suppose must come here and run well.
1: Uh, but what do you think? Yeah, got it on top, La I like the fact they've kept it here. That's a good pointer for me. And he had the one start, one win, and uh, that was impressive enough. I got it on top. Hardest to beat Keenan um, from the Waterhouse water Pot stable. Uh, that was good. Uh, last start, um, controlled the race and won at a very short price. Um, if it keeps improving, which I suspect it will, it's going to be hard to beat here. I think those two will fight the finish out. Nice little Nella. A bit of value around it too, which is uh, which
0: is good. The six is the Craven Plate, uh, a group three race, a weight for age over 1,800 metres. Uh, and how do you divvy up these pack chases?
1: Yep. Um, I'm going to go for the one that won last start, number 10, Renaissance Woman. Yep. Uh, third up here, chased hard last start. Uh, first up was only a length and a half behind Unspoken um, and then comes out hit and wins at Randwick in a group three. Uh, nice little win there, uh, carried the 56 there, so it keeps it the same weight. And I think that's probably got a bit more improvement.
0: Yep. Uh, it was fantastic. First up, you could actually see her just gas out there late. Uh, that was first up a mile, second up a mile, really savage the line and run well, one well, uh, and comes to a race where none of these want to win at all. So, uh, clearly on top, uh, from Numerian who will run better than first up, uh, was dragged back from a wide gate. Now gets Hippo second up out to a distance. Uh, would almost lead this race and I think will uh, be the main danger. That's the race for me. Quaddy kicks off with the f- Group 1 $2 million champagne Stakes for the three-year-olds. Glad you think so was the horse I was trying to think of for the Derby. Uh, we see it here. Uh, Port Lockroy still in this market. Uh, have you sent an update on where it's going at all? No, I haven't. No, me neither. Uh, that all being said, who do you like?
1: Uh, Tommy Kitten. I think Tom Kitten's uh, super hard to beat. Absolutely murdered last start. Um, yeah, should have just, just won. Wasn't one of Nash's better rides. Um, don't think he'll be making the main same mistake here. Um but because you're not riding um, it. Uh, Good point. Um, that's why. Um, but Gate 1 here um, doesn't. Uh, Make sure that uh, it won't get sort of stuck on the fence is the only danger. Um, Needs to just make sure it gets out in plenty of time here. Uh, Rafa Tackett leads, will lead, because it's got to come across from the 11. Uh, there'll be enough pace on here. Um, just don't make the same mistake, Hippo, and uh, you'll be collecting the Chockeys. What I like about
0: Hippo, too, is he'll, he'll use gate one. I think it, it lobs first five, and if it lobs first five, it wins. Yeah. Uh from uh, Ravello who uh got completely spat at the what back. What do you want to say before well, I just, just nods, you know, nods gently or something? Um, <laughs> Ravello um Ravello spat at the back last time in uh in the same race. Uh just and I think does run better than that. Uh was built into something before that. And uh a horse off a complete PR at Kembler. Uh I think he run well in uh Madatsu. Uh, over from New Zealand out to the distance. Um, might give us a cheeky sight for the trifectas and first fours. Let's move on to the 1,400 metre, the invitation for several million dollars, uh, two of them, in fact, for the girls, over 1,400 metres. And this is a, a good little race. Uh, I have to go with the one out of the Everest, in Espiona, who was okay there, uh, but that was back from 1,400 where that was the 1400 meter mare's grade before she smashed him. Comes back to mare's grade, uh, bouncing off an Everest. Uh, I think it's going to run well here. From Alentia, who finally draws a gate, has been stuck wide uh, the last three starts. And Kathy credit to her, Kathy's riding quite well at the moment, especially on these wall of chances. And uh, we'll give you a sight here. Uh, Magic Time goes into Quaddy, uh, does lose Nash. And I wanted to make a, bit, a case for these two Ma Eustace runners, Royal Merchant and Ruthless Dame. I think Royal Merchant does improve tremendously from first up. Uh, couldn't really find the other one. It's about it. I think I've covered off the four or five key hopes, Beaver. But uh, who do you think's going to win?
1: I got another key hope, and that's in Opal Ridge, number five. I think it can run really well here. Um, I liked the last run behind Front Page. Front Page was. You know, everything just went right for it. It yeah. was fully wound up last start for that win and uh, unconvincingly there in the Kosciuska, Uh Opal Ridge ran a really nice race, chased hard. I think you can run well here, gate three. Uh, we know it's capable of uh, putting in a big, uh, big, big uh, run um, in a preparation. I think this could be it. I think it's been set for this um, as well. And I think. Um, Hardest to beat Espiona. The ninth is the
0: Calendar Presnell Group 2 million-dollar race for the three-year-olds. Uh, who are you found?
1: Uh, pretty straightforward this race, I think. Arctic Glamour. Uh, clear on top pick here. Gets the inside draw. Gets the right run. Uh, perfectly ridden last start and put pay to him comfortably. Uh, don't see anything there that can beat it here. And uh, this looks an ideal target.
0: Uh, On top, clearly, Uh, only bad luck beats it from gate one. Look, if I'm looking for something outside the box here, I thought the Flying Trapeze might run better than 30s off breaking the track record, admittedly on an absolute lightning day uh, 10 days ago. But it's a nice race here to run it well again off that. So, uh, yeah, a few disappointments away from it. So, yeah, one of the other good bets on the card is Arctic Glamour. The last is a Benchmark 78.0. Uh, where I'm going to come home with four for Cindy. I, I liked that first up run. Uh, it was fantastic first up, actually. Went back to midweeks where it, it pissed in. Uh, heavily backed and did the job accordingly. Just gets a lovely run here from gate seven, What one, 1-1, one, maybe two back running line, and I think she'll win. Uh, from Felix Majestic, who has put a couple together. I had everything go its way in those couple, but, you know, he's going to be in the right spot again here. Uh, and I'm just sick of Gringotts, so that's where I've gone for the other two.
1: What do you reckon? Yep, fall for Cindy for me. Uh, we're going to finish the same way as you. think it can run really well here. Uh like it third up now. Um, only beat by sequestered. Looks hard to beat earlier in the program. Um, and it drops 13, yeah, three kilos on that. Um, Come out last, start, um, carrying 60 and a half, and walked in uh, at short odds, uh, Keeps improving and uh I've got uh, I'm pretty keen on it here.
0: Awesome. Uh, for ProGroot Racing at dot com.au. Uh let's have a look at this quaddy. I'm gonna go a bit wider in this first leg in the champion stakes in just in case it all goes haywire for Tom. But uh number two, Tom Kitten. Number three, Gambare, number five, glad you think so, on the way to winning the derby. Six Port Lockroy if it's here, obviously. Seven Ravello and ten Medatsu. Second leg, three, two Espiona, three Royal Merchant, four Ruthless Dame, seven Magic Time, nine Alentia. And a little sick part of me wanted to put Rosetta in. But anyway, the ninth is just going to be uh, number 11 Arctic Glamour, maybe number five Flying Trapeze if you really want the extra one. And we'll come home with three Felix Majestic. I will put four Gringotts in. 8, Bunker Hut, 10, 4 for Cindy. Uh, 100 bucks gets you about 36% now, 35 and a bit percent. So, um, for ProGridRacing.com to do, I'm going to make my best on the card. Race 9, number 11, Arctic Glamour, and my value, uh, a couple at a price. I haven't necessarily tipped on top, but I think we're over the odds. Race 8, number 9, Alentia, and Race 4, number 4, Colour Sergeant Beaver.
1: Yep, my best is Race 7, number 2, Tom Kitten. Got its on top, and my value is race eight, number five, Opal Ridge. Awesome. Uh, have you got anything up north? Got a couple up north for us. Uh, race one, number five, Argyle Pink, into race two, number three, Blackham, and then finishing off the day, my best of the day up there, is race ten, number eight, Mullane, resuming. Nice.
0: I thought race four, number four, Rising Pacific. Looks like it has some upside as well there. Uh, but uh, Blackham uh, caught my eye as well in the 10 seconds I spent looking around there. Uh, that is it for Show Us Your Tips. Of course, uh, stick around. Subscribe if you haven't already. Uh, and we do this show free twice a week, every week. Uh, and next week we we'll have three shows because Beaver's getting his fascinator ready to head south to go to the Melbourne Cup Carnival. Uh, he's excited and we'll be doing a runner-by-runner yeah. runner preview, depending what state he's in. He should be fine. Well, he's been in Victoria, but he could also be inebriated. Uh Runner-by-runner runner preview, and a full preview of both uh, the Melbourne Cup card and what is happening at Ramwick, which is what's at the 5 Diamonds or something? Some race there. Uh, we'll go through all of that, and we'll also have you covered for Oaks Day, and we'll have you covered, of course, for Derby Day and Champ. Champions Day, the last day as well, all ahead of us as we head into, I guess, the biggest week of racing on the on the national calendar, Beaver. Bloody love it, mate. Awesome. Uh, good punning, guys. Enjoy it this week, and we'll do it all again soon. Take care.